Give us your best blesties first, go on. Blesties. Put some actual effort into it, come on. I've had a nice drink. If you asked me last Blasties. night. Blasties. Could have recorded it last night. <laughs> you I want to hear you do your best blesties. Blasties. We'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Blasties. <laughs> we'll go from there. Sorry, I'm Spirin again. I'm Conrad, unfortunately. God, do we start the episode with you being so morose again? Yes. <laughs> See, you speak, boy. Yes, how are you, lad? Uh, lad is a... Uh, a survivor. <laughs> Definitely a positive. How, how is you, lad? Eh, about the same. Survival. We're surviving, we're surviving. Yeah. Not thriving, but surviving. <laughs> so this episode is going to be about? Uh, music and emotions. Uh, music and emotions today then. Yeah, feels like we're just introducing like an episode of Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, Bluey is a great TV show though. It is. So, we're doing what's on our most repeated again this week to start it off with? Sounds like a plan. Seeing as I went first last week, I thought you should go first this week. Yes. Let me get it up on my very broken phone. You're going to have to show the audience your phone. It's, um, it's, a bit, it's a bit smashed there, lads. Just a bit there, lads. Those of you aren't able to see the YouTube video, if we ever manage to get it up on there, his uh, phone screen is cracked in many different places. Yes. Yeah, don't go out drinking and then like throw your phone across the uh, across the road. It's not recommended. No. Are we doing what's in our most what's in the search engine like in the search bar? Are we doing what's in repeated again? Because repeated will just be the same for me. Uh, yeah, we'll do search bar. Yeah. So first of all, uh, I got Bring Me the Horizon. Starting oh, it off basic. <laughs> like, at least tell me you're not listening to the new stuff to be fair the single that they put out on Friday was like heavy and I wasn't expecting mm. it so you're saying you're willing to give the new album a try then yeah when they well, I know the new album's like in the works and they put out two singles the last one was a bit pants and the one that came out on Friday was actually really good I don't think I've listened to it yet but I'm not, I haven't listened to From the Horizon in so long though what was your most Back recent Bring Me experience? Uh, I had... What the hell was it? It Never Ends, I think, popped up on like one of my old players and I was like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still think like Alligator Blood's like a really good one though. Like Back in the Day. Yeah. Back in the Day. Back in my day. <laughs> Best Bring Me song. Personally. Uh, which one? Alligator Blood. Yeah. I do like that one. Just with the curse, though, it's pretty good as well, though. Yeah. But anyway, carry on. It's got Bring Me... I've got Make Them Suffer. One of the best, like, modern metalcore bands from Australia. Probably why I haven't heard of them. Yeah. They are very good. Uh, mainly their single, Doom Switch, which came out... Uh, tail in the last year. The video that went along with it was awesome. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. 
I will show you the video. <laughs> okay. uh, then I've got uh, Pendulum. Pendulum, you said? Yes. <laughs> Anything in particular you were searching for or just going for like some of the albums? Uh, just going for like, some of the albums. Um, again, my partner hadn't heard of Pendulum and they haven't heard of Prodigy, they haven't heard of Biffy Claro. Um, so, lack of music I knowledge really. On yesterday. Outside the front of the hour, so I was like rocking out some uh, Prodigy Breathe. And I was like, everyone thinks I'm now a fucking house person. <laughs> I promise I'm not. Yeah, Pendulum came about just because uh, when my dad was a gym instructor back in the day. Back, back in, in the day. day. <laughs> um, this is like, he used like, a lot of like Pendulum and Prodigy and stuff for his like spin classes and stuff. And he'd like Makes make sense. the playlist around us. So um, I think it's one of his favourites to put on like every single class was uh, Tarantula. Yeah, I get it. Like, Pendulum and Prodigy are bands that you want to listen to when you're like in the gym trying yeah. to go for it. High energy, just vibes. Just vibes, that's just vibes. Um, and then third, I've got Fergalicious, the song. <laughs> Is that anything to do with uh, your video from a long time ago? Yeah, I'm kind of tempted to do a follow-up to, to the My Hump sing-along and learn all the words to Fergalicious. I think that you should do this and I can get a good laugh out of that. Yeah. Shout out to Will I, I Am. Since that, since that song was sang and I read the lyrics, uh, I've never actually eaten a bowl of Cocoa Pops. You're not missing much. Yeah. It's one of them cereals that gets like, stuck at the bottom of the bowl. At least you're honest about like what's actually in your search engine. Yeah, there's no point in lying. It's just... You know, like when you're in like certain moods for things rather than like. Mm -hmm. So like, I think Friday night when I was at my nan's, I was like proper like, wanting to like revisit my childhood, but like my mom's side of music rather than my dad's. So it was like a lot of like yeah. Black Eyed Peas, Fergie, like that sort of stuff. So like, on the topic of moods, when I'm like in a really happy, vibey mood, or like say I'm doing like. Painting the house, or if I'm doing some baking, I tend to like throw on like 50s, 60s, and maybe some 80s stuff. Yeah. Because that's what my mum used to listen to, and it was like just vibes, man. Just feeling your baking. Yeah. What's the last thing you baked? Uh, Saturday was gone. I made horror muffins. Ooh. <laughs> little chocolate muffins with like green icing on, like they come with like the little sugar eyes, and you yeah. just stick them on there. Sounds fun. Yeah. Where was mine, boo? I need to get more. <laughs> no. Yeah, and um, I haven't baked in a little while, actually. That cheesecake that I made just absolutely destroyed my passion for baking at the moment. I'm still not over it. What's wrong with your cheesecake? You used to make a great cheesecake back at the old house. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, phone. <laughs> Probably should put that on site. Uh, used to make like a cheesecake, New York style cheesecake. It used to take me about what? three hours to actually make it and then spend the whole night in the fridge overnight to cool yep. and chill and I made one here and the pan I used was different and it fucked the base up so bad that it was really hard and really nasty and I was like I've just been put off making a cheesecake ever since no it ruined my passion for baking but Karen will you do this good stuff okay so my wits in number four five four or five you said pendulum you said Fergalicious, uh, you said the Australian band. Yep, and Bring Who Me. Else? Bring Me, that's four, so who's your number five? So uh, I searched for the um, 
L'Enfant Sauvages, uh, please forgive me French listeners if we have any of those, um, the Gajira uh, live album that they did at Brixton Academy. Um, so I'm pretty sure they closed uh, the Brixton Academy not like not long ago, because I think Beartooth were meant to play it when they did the tour with Motionless and Straight From The Path and ended up having to upgrade to Wembley. Um, so, uh, what was the set from that? It was, like, just Gojira Live are, what, like, one of my favourite bands to, like, watch on, like, YouTube and stuff. Like, I really want to see them live. Um, they're just, like, always on point, like, always high energy, and Mario, as a drummer, is just ridiculously good. He's one of the, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to get instruments before my mum put, like, a very quick end to that, and, like, yeah. You're not having I a drum like kit. I just like to say that the uh, police sirens in the background then and your end were very loud. No, no. <laughs> They're coming for you. Yep. I've been naughty. Yeah, drum kits are... Uh, a lot of people are against electronic drum kits and I completely get that. Yeah. But with today's ones, they're, they're pretty decent, to be honest. Yeah. But back in the day, electronic drum kits were absolutely shockingly shite. And the only way to get decent sound was with a real drum kit, but... If you had a real drum kit, your neighbours hated you. Yeah. We'll have to close that yeah. window because this police car is doing my nut. Oh, we're getting a shot of the bedroom. Oh. No, we're not. Yes, we are. You see that in the background, viewers? Look. Look at his little shitty green air poster. <laughs> Leave my green air poster alone. No. We've got a green air poster. Got some pictures in the background. Can you tell he's a uni student? Room. I'm a room alone, it needed personality. <laughs> I'd love to say this is my room, but it is not. It's, um, yeah. it's your favourite part my, of your house. We don't talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> my Spotify. My current most searched stuff is Devil Driver. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I think vaguely I have. Did a very famous song called Clouds Over California. Yeah. Bit of old school shit. Uh, Limp Biscuit. We've been on a bit of a Limp Biscuit hype since last week. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely rocking it out, man. Uh, got Soil. Don't you've heard? They did the song Halo. Yeah. Got them on there because I think that album was pretty fucking banging. I've got Corn. Going again with like the Limp Biscuit and Corn stuff kind of goes a bit hand in hand for me. Yeah. A little bit similar. Uh, and then trying to find another album, but I don't have another album on there. I've only got songs now. Okay. Uh, I've got King by Satyricon. Yeah. Which is a black metal band, and they're pretty fucking good, and they make their own wine. Ooh, fancy. Ooh, fancy. How much is the wine? Where do we stand on the wine? What do you mean? Like, do you like wine or not? Uh, I've been in the mood for it. I think Christmas is when I'm like most drinking because my granddad insists that like spirits at the dinner table for Christmas dinner is like unacceptable and you have to have wine. It's just me with my like my little white Zinfandel like or like my little five percent German wine that's like terrible. So, <laughs> but, so you're a rosé kind of guy. Yeah, I mean I can do um, I can do Pinot. I can do I don't do red. The smell puts me off. I wish I could do red because I'd look so freaking cool sitting there with a glass of red wine. Yeah. But I can't stand it. I'm waiting. I can drink whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey is my go-to. We love whiskey. Maker's Mark, we, our yes. beloved. Maker's Mark. 
Yeah, wine I don't touch because of wine night. What's had wine, a wine night? night a few years ago where I got absolutely blackout drunk. Oh no. I said a few years ago, it's about what, seven years ago now. I had I put about four bottles of bullet of uh, bulletin in me. Oh. In the space of a few hours. Yeah, the last um, memory I have of that night is being about five AM, someone like three people holding my hair back at Urban Kitchen, throwing up in their bin. Oh god. See, I haven't touched wine since that night, and then uh, the stories for the next few days just kept on coming. Yeah. I was like, I said, what now? I did this now, what? Yeah, fun times. Were you a menace? I don't think so. I'd organise the next day to go and get my nipple spears with someone that I'd met that night. Oh. Did not follow through with that. Oh. <laughs> for good reason, I was not awake the next day. Have you ever made stupid plans when you're drunk? Um, I don't know. Don't know what's the stupidest thing I've done as well when I'm when I've been drunk. It's mine. I fell asleep on a wall once. You fell asleep on a wall. Yes. How did you do that? Never underestimate my ability to fall asleep anytime, any place, anywhere. Yeah. We are sleepy. I don't know if I'm allowed to then. Poundland bags in view. No, it's not. We, we, we don't talk about that. Yeah, so. I don't think I've made too many stupid decisions when I've been drunk. Oh, no, no, no. When I get drunk, I indicate. <laughs> oh, my God. The indication. <laughs> I was very drunk after a staff party. I was walking back to where I work because I knew where I was going. And uh, everyone was accusing me of being really drunk, so my response was, I'm walking in this path right here of these squares. And then I went, I'm going to go right. I'm indicating I'm going right. <laughs> yeah. Made it home. Yeah. You've got very, like, different stages of, like, drunkenness. You've got brutally honest spoon, runny spoon. Uh, runny spoon doesn't come out that much because much my knees hurt. Yeah. You've got violent spoon, but I don't think anyone wants to see that. Violent spoon is just don't don't trust me. Yeah. There's no need to test me. If you step into me, don't step to me. Proper roadman dialect that. Roadman dialect. <laughs> <laughs> Say less, fam. <laughs> that was not never leave my mouth again. That was disgusting. It's the calf. Blame the calf. Got that council dialect. No, that's all right, love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> DM me darling Are you alright Bab? You don't need him <laughs> You're okay honey Inbox is open if you need me Oh my god <laughs> The okay hun murders me You okay hun Oh <laughs> Oh my life man. Best part about like Growing up in a cancer area though Curtain twitching What? Someone starts having an argument outside my house those curtains are twitching. Oh, yeah. Can't say that now because of where I live, because there's no street to curtain twitch on. Yeah. But my mum's one. She'd, like, run upstairs if, like, an eye was kicking off in the night. Turn off the lights in the bedroom, like, dart in there. Like, crack the window open, just, just sit there listening. I'm like, mum, it's two in the morning, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I've got school tomorrow. <laughs> but so there's the drama. one I heard one night was, uh... You slept with my mum, and I was like... <gasps> Is that 
Yeah, you know where my folks live, they've got quite a, like um, a fair bit of pavement, haven't they? Yeah. And that's where a lot of arguments take place, it's very funny. Yeah, I feel like the best drama on a night out was when, um, was it when we went to see Wargasm, the DJ set? And those guys in the smoking area, like, we were sat there drinking and, like, this guy's got up and he's, like, in this girl's face, you've cheated on me! I was like... Pinkies Let's up. set the scene here. <laughs> we were in Subsarch. We got a drink. Tom, I wanted to go because Milky Way was doing a DJ set from Wargasm at Subsarch. i just finished work and was dressed like a mom, but hey-ho, I was there. Uh, sitting outside. Got a mango cider, so we're having a bit of a chat. And there's a woman who comes to stand behind Conrad, the man. Another guy walks up and they're saying something and all of a sudden he just blurts out and quite loud and goes, You cheated on me! And we're like, mm-hmm. just, just side-eyeing each other. Trying to catch a bit more. So we pick up our glasses together, take a sip with our pinkies up like... <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. He was he was very upset. Yeah. Can understand. I think for a valid reason. Yeah. yeah. But we are all about the drama. Yeah. It's always fun. Mate, what was, what was my award at work again? Uh, biggest gossip. There we go. <laughs> 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 Gotta get all that tea, lads. You're always the one that like <laughs> gets all like the gossip in at work. Like whenever like we meet each other earlier, like before we start shift, and it's just like stuff. What you heard this week? What's happening? <laughs> As I said, I think I've just got one of those faces that everyone just wants to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> you give off that, You give off that energy that like you, like people have known you for years. Like everyone that I know that's met you. Has said like oh, it feels like I've known Spoon for years. Like it's easy to talk, really easy to talk to her. I feel like the word is uh, old soul. Yeah, my granddad giving you like his whole life story when he came and met you. Yeah, I'd known him for like what three About minutes. Five minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight outside, like this place haunted. I heard, I heard a track ghost, and I'm like, it's weird. <laughs> Where we standing on the ghost fronts, personally, I'm a believer. Yourself? Yeah, it's hard not to believe in it. Yeah, I also don't fuck with it. Yeah, being in the upstairs bit at work on your own is um, certainly an experience. There was a box that moved. I went up there on my own. I had to go up there because like uh, David got asked and he was like, "Oh no, black guy always dies first, so I'm not going up there." Um, yeah. <laughs> so David was out, like, "I ain't going." Yeah. I refuse to go up there. I'm like, "No, I'm I'm fine where I am." Yeah. So uh, sacrificial goat over there, looking yeah. stuff up up there. Told him it was funny. He came back down. Spoon. <laughs> I was like, what happened? There was a box. And it moved. What was the thing that happened with the um the cleaners, the vent cleaners? When it was you and Lorna? <gasps> yes. We have something at work called duck clean because we have a kitchen where we work. And it sucks all the air out of the kitchen and takes it up and out through a vent and it goes about... So there's not a vent on our floor in the bar. There's a vent in the flats. There's a vent up there. I think it goes up two or three floors above the bar. So they have to like clean it all. Now, I spoke to the one guy before when he walked in. I was like, "Oh, do you believe in ghosts?" And he was like, "Nah, I work in a lot of these old buildings. It's all right." Um, this is the first time this guy came, and he went upstairs. And me and Dan were sitting here on this one, he was doing his work. His mates come downstairs, had a drink, and gone back into the kitchen to start work. And this guy's still upstairs on his own now. Me and Dan just sitting there drinking our drink, doing a bit of work. The guy comes running down the stairs. And he goes, "What are you two upstairs just now?" And me and Dan were like. Looking at our half pints, like, mate, does it look? We've been upstairs. He's like, where's, where's my work, mate? And I was like, he's in the kitchen. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I swear, I just heard someone run on the floor above me. I was like, mate, I've been sat here the whole time, so it's done. You guys downstairs. I was spooked. Understandable. 
Spoon, you have frozen. I'm on the side because there's two people in the building. That came where I heard the run last time. He's like, stop talking, just stop talking. I'm not. He was like, stop talking, just stop talking. I don't want to hear you speak about these ghosts. The guy that he came with was chatting utter shit about it. Yeah. Uh, so we're sitting there. Uh, they're starting to finish their work coming downstairs and we hear a massive, massive bang. We're both like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Turns out the door, which is a solid oak door with like massive screws in it, in all the hinges, had come flying off inches away from the guy who was talking shit's head. Flying off its hinges, hit the wall, went through the wall and hit the brick and just stayed there and the guy was in shock. And then uh, we sent a picture to our GM and Rob was like, don't forget to lock the door. So Lorna propped the door up, turned the key and locked went, locked it. <laughs> <laughs> just leant against the wall. Yeah, that, that place is crazy. Yeah, firm believer myself. Yes. I just, I just don't mess with it. I live too close to a graveyard. Yeah. For all the lights flash. Put in the raving graveyard. Graveyard. <laughs> now we've had shit happen here too though like yeah. I told you about the stuff I've seen and the fact that last week when I was watching back through a video I told you what I saw in the corner Yeah, I saw a little orb go past and I was like brother please don't acknowledge it yeah you know, back to discussion do you remember what we, what we were going to do today's podcast on Music and emotions. Music and emotions. Yes. What was it you called me the week? What, the elder the emo. Emotions. Yeah, elder. Elder emo. And was not impressed with you. Yeah. A senior <laughs> citizen, but spelled S-E-E-N-E. -E. See the fucking sass I have to deal with here, audience. So, do you want to go first with your emotions? Uh, yeah, we'll go with a good one first, and we'll say when we're happy. Okay, so are we doing like top three bands for it? Yeah, I just like the sort of stuff that like you listen to. So I think like I think a lot of like alternative people like feel like I'm like massive one for it. Like I'm not happy if I'm listening to like an outright happy song. Like if it's a song that talks about being happy, it's like oh this it's a bit shit. But then like if it's like an angry mu angry song with like loads of screaming and shit, and it's like oh. I like this. I am happy noodle. Yeah, we stand this. We stand this. Yes. So I think when I'm happy, the kind of music I turn to, God, a lot of '80s music springs to mind. Yeah. Can't really think much else. Uh, obviously things like favorite bands that I always listen to. No one really springs to mind. This is very stressful for me. I listen to a lot of uh, new metal stuff and yep. like late '90s stuff. Yeah. So like Ugly Kid Joe, um, fucking what are they called? Green Day. Back yep. in the day. Back in the day. As if I forgot that fucking band. Then. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yep. What do you go to then when you're? You want to go for the for the sads? Uh, kind of want to go a bit more about the happiness. You think just like before as well. Do you think like a lot of like your happier music taste is kind of built around like nostalgia and when things were like easier and less stressful? Like you go back to that no, sort of time. Bells, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. I just I think music back in the day was a bit easier to get on with in the sense of it was a bit simpler but still had a lot of heart in it. 
Yeah. Whereas in today, the music that people are pumping out doesn't really have as much heart in it anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's just a song that I wrote, it will, it will do. No one's really putting much thought into it. Like, you've got songs from Greedo, uh, Good Riddance, like, Hope You Had the Time of Your Life. Yeah. And there's some really interesting sentences in that one. Whereas you don't really tend to meet that in today's bands, like, or they don't, or they just choose to leave it as an album track and don't put it out anymore. Yeah. It takes a lot more guts, in my opinion, to, to be a band that's known for doing punchy songs or screaming songs and then putting out a soft one. Yeah. It shows that you do care. Yeah, I think with like album songs especially, I think there's like a lot of fear to kind of like stray from it in terms of well, like the style that you're known for, to kind of go for like something different when you're putting out like a single rather than like oh like, let's just leave it on the album because people might not react well to it if it was like a single. Yeah. So like, mind always brings to like uh, like recencies like Architects with their um, their last few albums, and it's been such like a mixed response to like their sort of sound because they're like oh it doesn't sound like hollow crown or like it doesn't sound like holy hell but like it's i don't get it like they're gonna go for something softer or something different because there's only like really there's only so many times you can do like a certain sound before it gets boring you can forgive my distraction for just a moment okay uh might have to cut this but i will see okay but my sneaky snake of a partner I just come sneaking past me from the kitchen with a whole cheesecake in his hand and one fork. <laughs> what did you say? I said no comment. He said no comment. Would you care to state how many portions that cheesecake is supposed to uh, fill? One. A portion of one, yeah? How many is that for a family? I am a family. A family of four, yeah? <laughs> 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 Man was uh, sitting in the night, tried to swipe a picture, wouldn't let me swipe a picture, watching maths. Big maths fan over here, married at yeah. first Australia, lads. It's fucking crazy. Love that shit. You need to start watching it so we can discuss it on here. Yes. Get into it, you'll binge it. And uh, he went, Oh, I'm gonna get some cheese, because he was eating some crackers. And I was, I'm just gonna get some cheese. I was like, Okay. Just bring out the whole block. He did. <laughs> I genuinely thought he was going into the kitchen to slice his cheese, instead he just returned with the rest of the block and I was like, what well, yeah. My defence, it's a New York cheesecake, and we all know what New Yorkers are like, so uh... Did you hear that? I heard little bits of it. He said, in my defence, it's a New York cheesecake, and we all know what New Yorkers like for their portion sizes. Big. That's true. He's still gonna eat all himself though. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, don't eat too much cheese, it gives you nightmares. Can confirm it does not give him nightmares. That's right for some. Yeah, it must be nice. Maybe I should just start eating cheese and hope it has a reverse effect on me as well. <laughs> I've been drinking this fucking chamomile tea the past week. Yeah. Just try and get some decent sleep. Try and drink it. We do it now for every night. It hasn't worked yet. It tastes good and it's kind of like mellowed me out. Yeah. But it's not sending me to sleep had one last night i don't know if it's the fact that i was like awake till five in the morning yeah i don't know if it was like just everything caught up with me but i had a, a cup of tea last night and i'm sitting yeah. there you know, watching something on the tv and i just bah. yeah and i was like Hoo. i had to rewind what i was watching i was like what the fuck just happened i was not expecting to nod off like before midnight yeah 
And then I went off to bed and I carried on watching it anyway. <laughs> That's... And then just posted. Always the way to go. Two in the morning Instagram spam. Didn't have my two in the morning Instagram spam yesterday. Because somebody decided to take himself out and have drinks. Somebody decided to get shit-faced. And that somebody is not me. I love in the background. <laughs> not me either. <laughs> it's alright for some. Some of us can handle drinks and not cry on the phone at half five in the morning. I thought you were about to pour me out then. No. I'm pretty sure that I can handle my drink moderately well. It's alright for, for some. Mm. So, back on the topic of music. Yes. So. Yeah, mine's definitely going back to like nostalgia era music for me myself. Yeah. Then, what are we listening to together? If we could make like a sub subsided like hype playlist, what are we putting on it? Hmm. Obviously, we gotta have hyper hyper. Obviously. Do, Just for do, the vibes. <laughs> it played at uproar last night. I was in the toilet and I heard it. I have never in my life finished a wee, washed my hands and ran so quickly into that room. The fact that you're the first guy I've met that says washed my hands and ran. Yeah, I'm not gross. From a from a lady's perspective, like there's there's not a fat lot we can do if we hear a song we like. Yeah. Just gonna have to wait out of that way. Whereas man it's like shake shit go run <laughs> Yeah we have to like fold the tissue. Fold it again. Make sure it smells floral. That's <laughs> <laughs> what takes so fucking long in the ladies' bathroom, man. <laughs> there's always a queue. Yeah, and then there's men that are just Isn't like it? gross. Last time we were at Subside, though, there was a fair queue to the men's, wasn't there? Yeah. Mm. She've Remember? got. <gasps> what Dan said about Samara. Oh, the toilet seat. Yeah. Ah. No, no, no. It was me that said about the toilet seat that I went to the ladies' bathroom and my. My, um, when I sat on the toilet seat, my feet didn't touch the floor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, went to the toilet and he said, so three urinals, yeah. what do men do? You leave like one urinal space as long as it's not too busy, yeah? Yeah. So you take the ends, don't you? Yeah. He walked into the bathroom and the guy was in the middle one, wasn't he? he was just and Dan was like, I don't know what to do in this situation, so I'm just going to go use, use the toilet. <laughs> yeah, use the cubicle. Yeah, but... And the same height as me. Do you reckon you could reach? Mmm. Little tippy toe. Good times there, lads. Again, back to the players we were making. Yes. This is what I meant when I said our, con our conversation. Yeah. Nobody is ever getting a straight episode of just us talking about music. It always deviates to something else. And it's great. So far we've had vomiting in bins. Being drunk and making stupid choices. Toilets. Yep. <laughs> We're doing well. We're doing well. Having a great time. So, what else is hype? What's going to what's gonna fill that dance floor? Uh, see, it's a weird one. So if we're talking like a live playlist, like where we could like put like a set list together for like a live show that would get people going, it would be different to like what you'd listen to at like somewhere like Subside. No, I'm going dance floor. Dance floor. Uh. So we can pick one Limp Biscuit song. Where are we throwing it? 
Gotta be brakes to fin it. I don't know. You got rolling, but yeah. it's a bit overplayed. But then you got Nucky as well, which is also like, it's got good vibes. Yeah. Or do you want to go with dad vibes, something a bit more modern? Golden Cobra. Oh, Golden Cobra's a vibe. Yeah. When I said I was on that Limp Bizkit hype, you know, I was on that Limp Bizkit hype. Yeah. So I don't know, what's gonna, what do you reckon is going to flow most? Uh, I think most people that get up to, like, probably something from, like, the earlier stuff. So you're probably looking, like, something from Chocolate Starfish or something from Significant Other. My Generation, maybe? Yes. Because Roland's a bit overplayed. Don't get me wrong, it slaps, but you have to be like, it it's happens everywhere. Yeah. My Generation's pretty good. Yeah. My way. No, I'm thinking of a different song, though. You're thinking of My Way. Yeah, but trust me, you would do. My brain just stopped. <laughs> Perks of having problems. Yeah. yeah, we're sticking with My Generation. So we've got Hyper Hyper, My Generation... Who's your throw next? Uh, I don't know if um, they release. Manson? I don't know. I kind of feel like we'd have to f throw in some at like, just because I've mentioned them already on this episode. I kind of want to throw in some Pendulum, and I don't know if they released it as a single, but when they played live, they've done Master of Puppets by Metallica, and then they've remixed it into Slam, oh. and it is so good. Doing a remix session, like uh, what was it that Disturb was crossed with? Uh, I know it's Drowning Pool and uh, no, yeah. yeah, bodies. Drowning Pool and Toxic. Yeah. What was the one I sent you? Thanks for the memories mixed in with uh, what was it? It's Santa Santara. We're gonna have to like give me a minute. Yeah. It's on my fucking thing. Uh, it's smooth. Yeah. It's by Santana. Remember the I sent you that Fallout Boy remix one with it. Yeah. I Deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> but it was slap though. It's fun. So we've gone with Hyper Hyper. Yep. We're going with my generation. What was your one just then? Uh, the no, no, we'll go Blood Trigger by Pendulum. I will say Propane Nightmares is pretty well known though. Yeah. But you want to go Blood Sugar? Yeah. Okay. Where are we hitting next? Enchikari. Like Marilyn Manson. Do you want to go with Enchikari? If you're going Enchikari, no, what you got to do. Yeah. You got to do it with me. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, nights at Subside where we both do it, and then Dan just like stares at us like, "What are you two? Dan's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" You want to slap the one on there? No, I'll leave that one to you actually. I've done two. Do you want to do one so far? So you get to choose number four. Yeah, okay, sorry you're not a winner. They just walked past me with a half-demolished cheesecake. I think I shamed him. <laughs> He's now a family of two. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going with Enchikara? Yeah. Which song are you going with, there? Sorry you're not a winner. Sorry you're not a winner? Yeah. Okay, where are we going with number five? What's the song that we both get up to when it comes on? Oh, I know what it could be. <laughs> do, you, do you want to hear my suggestion? Yeah, go on. Have a being girlfriend. <laughs> oh my God. That is just vibes. 
and then Dan Shock just that time and he started singing along with like Dan yeah. dancing along to complicated like every word I was like Daniel I was like I was around when she was around <laughs> sure you were Dan <laughs> Daddy Dan he is a Daddy Dan and he plays into that heavily yes world's best dad I've never known a man stand there and just get given phone numbers yeah just effortless he, he does nothing he went to go clear the tail the one that lady fully grabbed him and he was like Ooh. yeah it's the hair then if you there with that Irish lady on table one uh Quite late at night, he was literally just just went over to get the glasses off a table, and she started trying to like hold his hand and dance with him, and she it was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and he could not shake her. <laughs> what was one where the woman came up to the bar and like it was like a boob moment? A boob moment. He's told the story. I can't remember exactly what happened, but he said something about this woman's boobs. Uh, I do not recall myself. Do you require your paints? I'm gonna have oh, Give me two seconds. We'll. We'll cut it out. Are you going to bed? Are you tired? Are you sure? I'm not stopping you from doing stuff? Advert yourself, good boy. <laughs> One knows I'm in there. Yeah. Would you hand over the screen, not the camera? 20 people, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you uh, up there. Night show. Sure. you put blood sugar. Huh? Tell you why he picked blood sugar. Why did he pick blood sugar? Because it was became infamous as it was used for a viral porn video that went round the schools. Is that true, Conrad? What? Come back here, Sean. Speak into the microphone, please, about what you just said. Sean said he knows why you picked blood sugar. This is his explanation. It was used for a viral porn video that went round all the schools. And we're not talking internet stuff like old school Nokia send phone to phone shit. I was not in school when that was around. We were all smartphones. Well, this is a head check. No, he no, said no. I wasn't in school when that was around. Oh shit! Yeah. What year did you leave school? What yeah. school year did you start school? What secondary school? Yeah. Twenty fourteen. He started school in twenty fourteen. Secondary school. Oh, I started secondary school in 08, you start, would have started in 07. Yeah, I still don't believe anyone was born after the millennium. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's like, I had someone come in the day, and his ID was valid. And it was like 2005, and I was like, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Disgusting. You are not 18, get back out of my bob, you've just been born. <laughs> yeah, the, so the millennium bug actually did happen. And it's the fact that time just got fucked and people are still being born after the moon. You know what the worst part is? When someone asks see your ID and you went back when you used to have it and I show it to them it's like, oh yeah, it's all good. That was fast. Yeah, I saw the one. Oh. Get out of my way. <laughs> you old fuck. That was offensive. <laughs> I was like... Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage. Back in my day. That's what I'm going to say. He goes back in the day like, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> When you were a lad. In the 1900s. When are we getting you on the podcast then to come talk about your side of music? It's up to you guys. Should we, should we enter a Sean here? Yeah, or if Not he's tired. Right yeah, I was going to say, next week we'll do Sean. Yeah, because he Not like that. To... I've just realised like, how bad that oh. sounds. <laughs> I will be. I will be. <laughs> he just said, next week we'll do a Sean. And he went, he went, Not like that. And I was like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Sean like listens to a lot of skate stuff, a lot yeah. of pop punky stuff, so to say, on the edge. Yeah. Get your feather duster away from there. Feather duster incoming on camera. <laughs> it's my fucking feather duster. <laughs> Why is it pink? Should be a faded purple. Have you? Oh. Comrade said, ah, oh, he didn't say loves you, so therefore Comrade doesn't love you. Sean, I love you. Asshole. I'm not gonna turn that. I've got headphones on. He can't hear you, sir. <laughs> I'll message him. <laughs> he says he's gonna message it. <laughs> a bit weird to like have me popping into his DMs and like the, the second time today. Love you, no, Sean. No, no, no. Sliding into his yeah. DMs because it's past midnight. <laughs> yeah. See you up there. We'll re-put the podcast in from here. So. Yes. Shrek. Who are you from Shrek? Uh, many comparisons to the do the raw kid at school. <laughs> I am the gingerbread man. Even when he's like about to be tortured. Do you know the muffin man? The muffin man. The muffin man! Did you pull that one at work once? <laughs> yes. To a guess. The guy came up to me and I was like, do you know? And he went, uh, I went, the muffin man. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm the gingerbread man. Yeah. Who are you? And the do the rock kid. Yeah. So when I was uh, chunkier and there was a lot of comparisons at school. Uh, we're to talk about pizzas. Yes. So we were just talking about pizzas in our little intermission we just had. Yes. What's your pizza go to? Uh, before and I. Just Domino's better than Pizza Hut. Yes. Thank you. I think before I stopped eating meat, it was always ham and pineapple. You're a cretin. <laughs> <laughs> pineapple belongs on pizza when you're ten and under. Pineapple bangs like no, no matter how you have it. Pineapple eats you from the inside out. Did you know that? Yeah, it's good. The enzymes in it uh, actually attack your stomach lining and it actually starts to dissolve it. Yeah. So pineapple technically eats you. Is that why it stings when you eat it? It's like literally mm -hmm. eating your mouth. Yeah. Fun times. So what's it, what is it now then? Uh, I'll go to Domino's because it's the best. Well, what are you getting there? Uh, build your, you've got to build your own, haven't it? What did you, you put on it? Um, hang on, I'm going to sneeze. We've got a sneeze on the podcast, the first sneeze. That's gone now. <laughs> I just saw you know, I was going, <laughs> <laughs> Just come reaping. So what you whacking out? What you whacking out? Are you sweet corn? Are you mushroom? Are you an olives weirdo? Are you like one of those weird people that puts fish on pizza? No, I go for the, um, the soy, like, chicken strips that are, like, vegan. And then you sweet corn and pineapple. Yeah. Sweet corn, pineapple, and the soy strips. Yeah. One eat five a day, and then have to be stuffed crust. Mate, if you're not getting stuffed crust, what are you doing? I'm paying that extra two pound and getting that stuffed crust. Happy. Okay. Yeah, whenever I'm at my mum's and like my sister, well, whenever we used to order it as like a family, and my sister was like, "Oh, can we get like the the deep pan or just like the thin crust?" Like, no, you're getting stuffed crust with the cheese. I'm straight. And you will like yeah. it. Unfortunately, my pizza order is very boring because I'm a bit of a picky eater. 
picky vegetarian. I'm a, I'm a cheese and barbecue based bitch. Yeah. Barbecue based is always good, to be fair. We've got a strip on the camera. No, we don't. It's just really Boop, warm. <laughs> I'm in a bit of a fight there. I can't get the sleeves off. And here he is taking off his sleeve. His arm is now stuck. It's stuck. He's fight for his own survival. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it stuck? Are oh, the buttons on it? <laughs> and he has found this is his last yeah. battle. And his arms are now free. <laughs> Proper sweating. Open a window. Oh, you closed your window, didn't you? Yeah, because the city centre is horrible. Well, if I take off my hoodie, I've got a motionless white shirt on underneath. Yeah. Which motionless white shirt? An old one that I got bought for Christmas by my brother. Oh, back in the day. You see the crows? Yes. And an old one. Show my age there. <laughs> We're living on the hoodie though, because it matches the hat. Yes. It's a pretty cool hat. It's not mine. What else were we going to talk about? We said it's just Harry Potter films. Yeah. Because I just found, I just started watching the Harry Potter films again and I just found out that this man over here hasn't seen any of them or read any of the books. Yeah. Are you a book over movie person? I think it depends. I like if there's like a series or like if there's a film, I'll always try and read the book before. So like with uh, Umbrella Academy, I'm still I've not long got the um, like the graphic novels. Yeah. So I'm going to read those before I watch the series. Um, the End of the Fucking World, which is what Channel 4 put out, I watched the first two episodes and then got the book, read the book, and then... But like, there's a lot of differences with that because the book's set in America um, and a lot of it was like too graphic for TV, we'll say. Because um, James, the main one of the main characters, um, he... Uh, in the TV show, he puts his hand into like a deep fryer that his dad bought. And like one of the big like development points across the series, like the uh, the uh, the girl Alyssa, who's like the other like protagonist, um, <clears throat> she wouldn't like hold his hand or anything because it was like the weird hand. Okay. Um, but in the book, uh, you know, like in America, they have those things in the sink, like the um, like the rubbish disposal thing, as it like spins it. Garbage disposal, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like in the book, he puts his hand in one of them, and it like shreds it, and it's like obviously you can't put that in a TV show. I mean, you can, yeah, but you're gonna get a lot of flack for it. Yeah, gonna get some of I'm them uh, off-com complaints. Yeah. I've always been a uh, a book over the movie person. Yeah, I hate when you read the book, you get the idea of how this person's supposed to look, and then you see him in the movie, it's like, yeah. yeah. Or like if they cut out like big parts of it. I think Twilight was one of the worst ones for that because yeah. in the book Twilight, there's two more people that they didn't put in the movie. Yeah. They just combine characters together, like just. Jessica's character was combined with someone else's. Yeah. The cut down on the costs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. But as I said, the, the budget for that was really low. Yeah. yeah. Books over movies, person, person. Yeah. I think the thing that settles like the autism brain is um, with like anime and manga, and like the characters in the anime look pretty much exactly how they do in the books, and it's great. Yeah, uh, how many Tokyo Ghoul books did you have again? Uh, I've got the first two. I think I'm kind of building on it. I'm waiting to look up like more money and I'll go to Forbidden, Forbidden Planet and I'll get the uh, try and get some more. They all got most of the Death Note ones, the Black Edition. No, I good... think I've got one to six okay. in my house if you want to borrow them. Yeah. Tokyo Ghoul was a big thing back when I was in college. 
And then, like, they kind of ruined it when they did the series, and... The first two were good, it was when they, like, fucked him up and sent him back, and I was like... Yeah. Rare. But you're not there yet, so we don't talk about that. Yeah. Spoilers. I haven't had much chance to watch any fresh anime. Like, the last thing I watched was probably, like, Black Butler again. Yeah. But you watch a, a fair bit of it, to be honest. What's your favourite one? Um, well, I think, to be fair, I was kind of like a late bloomer when it came to anime. Like, all of my friends at school watched it, and I didn't get into it until, like, college. Because um, my mate Tarek was, uh, like, we didn't really have anything else in common, so he was like, oh, I like, watch anime. And I was like, okay, like, what do you recommend to start off with? So my first one was Death Note. Who didn't start with Death Note? Yeah. And then my mate Matthew decided to, like, throw a toaster in the bath. That's not even, like, a saying, but we'll make it a saying. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. What was it? The Forbidden Bath Bomb? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, watch all five parts of JoJo's. Yeah, he threw you in the deep end on that one. Yeah, like, first two parts are good, and I will not hear any sort of uh, Phantom Blood slander, because it is the best part. He will fight a bitch, apparently. Yeah. Part three bored the life out of me. It's 50 episodes of the same plot. The stand user could be anyone. It's clearly the guy that's dressed like, not how it how everyone else is dressed. Um, but I think everyone likes the third part because like where all, like a lot of the memes and that came from. Yeah. Um, I love the art style in part four, and part five. But um, the part four one is like more like, not basic. But it's a lot like brighter in color, and it's like um, so the first. So the third part's set in, I think, Egypt. The fourth part's set in Japan, I think. And then the fifth part's set in Italy, and it's great. I think my actual first introduction to anime is probably Dragon Ball Z back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. It was like, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Dragon, dragon, go catch a dragon, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> back when it was, like, beginning, like, picked up here and there throughout the years, so it's, like, Carried on. Yeah. Nothing too major though. Yeah, I don't have a lot of time to watch TV myself, personally. Yeah. I prefer sleep. Yeah. Could see that. We are the sleepy person over here. Yeah. I think my first first anime was Death Note, then it was um, Erased, which is like a 12 part, or 12 episodes, and it proper. I didn't expect to cry. Yeah. And it's really, like, <laughs> emotional. Um, I just sounded very emotional there. I don't know what yeah. the fuck just happened. <laughs> Please don't cry on the podcast, but we're, we're not prepared nah, for that. Nah, nah, nah. We, don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that in public. We try not to. Yeah. And then it was JoJo's, then it was started getting through Tokyo Ghoul. I watched the first series of Tokyo Ghoul. And see, I've had people recommend like stuff like Your Lie in April. Um, in terms of like anime films, it's been everyone. Go no one shuts up about your name. Mm. Um, but the writer of your name wrote another film, which I went and saw in cinemas, uh, called Suzume. I think I remember telling you about this like a few weeks ago when I went. Yeah. And yeah. I got out of it, and I wanted to call my mom, and I was like, "Oh, that was try not to cry in the cinema." Like everyone else is like, you can hear them like sniffing and stuff, and I'm just like, they're like jaw clenched. Like I'm not crying at the film. And then, like, uh, my partner was, like, just, like, sat next to me. They were bawling their eyes out. And I was, like, not crying. I'm not crying. It's fine. And happening, not, bitch. Not Back emotional. 
And then we got out of the cinema and like there's just like my face like red raw. You can see all the tears are falling down my face. And they're like, oh, so you work right? I was like, mm mm. I'm sweating through my eyeballs. So. Yeah. No, it's just raining. <laughs> <laughs> so, seeing as we do ask first talk about music, as yeah. little as we do, what did you think about Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory album and the artwork for it? I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I know that like the older generation of people that but the ones that weren't there for when Linkin Park came out. Yeah. Didn't really appreciate it for what it was and didn't understand how deep it was. Yeah. I still think Hybrid Theory was one of their best albums. Yeah. I think people were like really hit and miss about the um the reanimation album that they did. Like with like the remixes and stuff and it was like really like animated. The one that came out recently. No, no, it's like um it's got like um Oh, I can't remember what's on like the front cover, but it's like the uh, it's like like abbreviated tiles and stuff. Like, so like points of authority, obviously, was like written like that on the original hybrid theory. Yeah. And then the remix one was like points of authority, but like there was no vowels and there was like dots in like full stops in between. Yeah, I'm not a big remix person personally. Yeah. Uh, I quite like covers though. Yeah. Like uh, Limp Bizkit's Faith cover is the better cover. Yeah. George Michael hated that song. He, I think Wes did an interview and he's like, yeah, he hated it. Like, he hated us for doing it. So they carried on playing it just to piss him off. What's the one? Um, fucking Seether, Covered, Never Gonna Dance Again. Yeah. That, that was really good in my opinion. Motionless did um, Somebody Told Me by The Killers. Yeah. Somebody Told Me. And then, because that was on one of the rock, what was it? Punk Goes 90s from that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Motion and White, they covered uh, Do Hast as well. Yeah. Yeah, Punk Goes Night or something like that. And then they did the Somebody Told Me as well. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Ramstein, did you hear about the um, the stuff that's come out about them? Yeah. It's Don't a look bit too good for messy. Me. Feel bad for anybody that's got a, uh, a Ramstein tattoo. Are, are, we, are we going straight for Mans and Nance or not? Uh... At the minute, because I feel it's always like better to believe the victims rather than like be like, oh no, like don't like dismiss yeah. it. Cause I feel like that's really unfair. Um, I think if it's just like one person, then it would kind of be like a depends on how you look at it kind of thing. But apparently, there's been like multiple people that have come forward and said he's a wrongin. Well, on that front though, we also had that uh, YouTuber Dream come out recently, and he yeah. had he did a Facebook and he had a load of people like try and say stuff about him. Yeah. And he was able to kind of dispute it. And the one person turned around and said, yeah, I was lying just without. Yeah. The other person hasn't put out a statement, I don't think. But he put out one saying, this is from, like, I messaged him that and I don't have that function on my phone or something. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. Yeah. Yeah, there was one my partner watched. Uh, I think the guy's name was uh, Quite. And... Yeah, they had, like, uh, kind of, like, a friendship slash relationship thing, and, like, they got accused of, like, loads of stuff, but then, like, uh, quite did, like, this, like, hour-and-a-half-long video with, like, all of the backlogs from Skype that he downloaded from his old computer, like, all of the messages between them, like, and everything else to kind of, like, systematically disprove everything that he'd been accused of. And it was, like, it's a long watch, but it's, like, I kind of have to respect the, uh, the amount of time to, like, not respect it, but like the fact that you're able to clear your name and do it without any sort of dispute. Yeah. There's been a few bits and pieces. Like, James Charles is confirmed nonce, though. He's admitted yeah. that. 
man admitted to texting guys who were 70 and I was like, who at nonce? Yeah. Who Speak- else wasn't, didn't Philip, yeah, speaking of Philip nonces. Sco- in, in <laughs> Philip Schofield. Man came out as a nonce. Yeah. What, what was the wording that he used? It wasn't illegal, but it was unwise. So he was definitely 17 then. Didn't it come out that he was like grooming him from a younger age though? Oh, 100% grooming him. Yeah. Kind of felt bad for Holly though, because she was like, well, I didn't know about it. And people try to like say, oh yeah, she did and she was covered up for him. But then like, I think he's come out and she's come out and said, well, no, she knew nothing. I don't understand the Philip Schofield appeal. Yeah. He's um, a little bit annoying, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's like my granddad said that he was like dog shit because he was like at one point he was everywhere. Yeah, but I think but then again, like so was that guy who did the "You're Beautiful" song. Oh my god, James Blunt. Oh, that guy. Yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> that was Fuck a off. time, <laughs> and I was alive. Yep. Grim. <laughs> Fucking old as shit. I realise. Literal we were supposed to be like basing this one around moods and music. What happened? Yeah, just yeah. vibes in yeah. it. Yeah. You need to start watching Married at First Sight Australia. Yeah. You need to get in with all the drama because I chat to Sean about it, but I also need you to chat about it to me because you're gonna get like that. Yeah. Like, oh, well. <laughs> it's on E4. Fucking okay. do it. I will. Shit is crazy. I have to have like a segment like every week, so what's been happening? Burned up sad. Suppose we best like bring this back to music. <laughs> yeah, what, what was our like our little itinerary list from the other week? Uh, we still have to talk about like sad music, like what we talk, what we listen to when we're sad. So I've got a difference between sad and mentally not okay. Yeah. Because my mentally not okay stuff will be things like the old 30 seconds to Mars and 21 Pilots, yeah. the pure fact of. I get that a lot of people in our scene don't really like 21 Pilots, but I appreciate the fact that all of their music surrounds about mental health. Yeah. Because he did suffer with it and he really did try. And it's nice to be able to listen to songs from someone that is in a better headspace now and can make songs about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I listen to a lot of their stuff and like a lot of their stuff is usually such like a pretty peppy pa- soundtrack. Like we don't believe what's on TV. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. But then you got things like, really obvious one car radio yeah that is a very obvious message about how bad science can be for you yeah but also like neon gravestones gets me every time yeah what is it, what is it saying it promise me this if i lose myself you won't more today and move on to someone else and it's like ooh, <sighs> shit hits but when i'm like sad what am i going for when i'm sad I've got to have something that makes me feel even more sad than I currently am. Yes. And if the song doesn't hit you right, you have to restart that song. Yeah. God, I'm going to look for my sad songs. What do you listen to when you're like sad or mentally not okay? Um, funny you ask, I've got a playlist. Yeah. <laughs> where, is my, where is my sad hours playlist? Um, oh my God, it's such a mess. It's such a what? Such a mess. Just like everything else in your life. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> just, to, just to be that dickhead. Uh, so the stuff that I've got for the sad hours. So this is like when I'm sad and I want to feel more sad. Okay. Um, I've got City Lights by Motionless in White. Oh, yep. 
Uh, suicide season by Bring Me. Yes. Because, oh my god. Um, Hospital for Souls by Bring Me. Off yeah. Paternal. Which was like the better kind of epic song that they did. They tried to go like really long with Suicide Season. It kind of like repeated itself a lot. And um, Hospital for Souls was like the bit in like the bridge of the song. And I'll get the lyrics up because it's like proper. Like when I was like really struggling and it like I listened to it a lot. And it was like, oh no. This is, yeah. um, yeah, it's like the opening bit, um, like the very opening, it's just like Ollie talking, it's like, uh, then I found out how hard it is to really change, even hell can get comfy when you've settled in, um, I just wanted the numb inside me to leave, no matter how fucked you get, sorrow's always there when you come back down, uh, the funny thing is all I, all I ever wanted I already had, there's glimpses of heaven in every day, the friends that I have, the music I make, the love that I feel, I just had to start again, yeah. and then the bridge was... Where's the bit where he talks about, like, is in... Yeah, it's like uh, going for, like, a therapy thing. Um, it's like, how are we on a scale of 1 to 10? Could you tell me what you see? Do you want to talk about it? How does that make you feel? Um, have you ever took a blade to your wrist? Have you been skipping meals? Uh, we're going to try something new today. How does that make you feel? Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. Well, something that we talked about a little while ago, and this is going to get, like, pretty deep here. Yeah. And uh, I think we've mentioned it a few months ago. It's like... It's hard to break out of the cycle of being sad when you know that the one constant that's always there for you is if your life fucks up again, oh, well, suicide's always there for me. That's yeah. always an option for me. And it's hard to break away from that because it is a comfort blanket at some points. Yeah. Just to know that's like the one constant you can always turn back to. But it shouldn't be. Yeah. Coming from someone who is an adult. Yes. It does get better. I never yeah. used to believe it. I used to think it was a bunch of bullshit. I used to think like, life's never gonna get better. I'm not okay. I should just get out of it now. Yeah. But in a few years now, I'm still fucking here. And uh, yeah, it gets better. I can promise that much. Yeah. I feel like the big thing, like, especially like when you're like not in a good place, I feel like the better option to go with is like sleeping it all away. Is I think that? it's a lot easier to, like, you're. I think a lot of people are like, well, like speaking personally, like, Sometimes you get to that point where, like, you don't want to live the way that you're living anymore, but then, like, you don't want to, like, completely end it. Like, it's like, I've, uh, Bo Burnham did, like, his, um, like, in one of his, like, comedy specials, and he did, like, um, he's like a thing, like, oh, if I could die for a year, like, press a button and be dead for a year, he's like, I'd push that right now. He's like, and I'd come yeah. back. He was like, but then obviously that's not that option, so, like, it's just a case of, like, you sleep it away, and, like, the, the, like, and there's, like, a recovery post that I saw on Facebook, and it's like, um, you know you're getting better when like sleep becomes just like a uh, part of your functioning rather than a means of escape from everything. Yeah, sleep was my biggest problem. Not so much the skipping meals part, although I did that, but nowhere near yeah. it is bad as the context as other people do. Yeah. But I'd just come home and I'd just go to sleep. Yeah. I'd be asleep for hours and then I'd wake up, have a quick bite to eat, have a shower in the dark and then go straight back to bed again. Yeah. I had no interest in being awake or around anywhere. Yeah. So it, when you're asleep, you can create your own little dream world, can't you? You can escape yeah. from it all. Yeah. And then as you become an adult and the depression like slowly but surely ebbs away, yeah. naps are just dank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> naps are just part of my everyday life at this point. Yeah, the amount of times that I've heard you, well, like, I've messaged you like, oh, well, how, how are you doing? Like, how's your day before work? Oh, I had a nap, oh, it was great. I had a nap, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep on the bedroom floor. <laughs> I fell asleep on the bedroom floor a lot. 
this. I'm just gonna lie here for a minute. Three hours later. Fuck, I'm still in my jeans. <laughs> yeah, I hate to get like deep and emotional on that one there for you guys, but these conversations should be had in yeah. a decent light and in a way that people that have lived through it can understand it. Yeah. And we can all come to an agreement that music helps us get through the shittiest times in our lives. Yeah. One of the things that I saw was bands uh, holding up the sign of saying it does get better. Yeah. And it, you had so many different people from different bands holding it up. Motion White were the one that like I saw do it. And I was like, holy shit, if they think it can get better, then it must do. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice thing to do. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of like bands that can kind of, um, like especially like music videos and stuff. Um, I prevailed at a really good one. Um, I can't remember the song. I think it was Breaking Down, and like the video was like um, like the guy falling into like a spiral of depression. Yeah. But like it wasn't a case of like he was alone. Like he had like a girlfriend that really cared about him. Like his dad was calling him all the time, and it just like like as the video went on, it was kind of like he was like declining phone calls and stuff. And then towards the end, like he got his meds and stuff, and he started talking, and it's like. People, like, even when you're, like, not on your own and you've got, like, so much good, like, you can kind of be, like, kind of, like, um, like consumed by that feeling, like, that everything's, like, terrible and, like, no one's there to help you. Yeah. Hate to have a back to 21 Pilots here, but what if they say in Neon Gravestones, I'll mourn for a kid but won't cry for a king? Yeah. Which basically translates to someone that's got nothing you'll be upset over, but someone that's got everything <laughs> isn't allowed to feel that way. Yeah. When it is still very much valid. Yeah. But I think we'll save the mental health stuff for a different episode of the podcast because that's going to get a deep and emotional one for us both. Yeah. It will stick with music makes us me feel the sads. <laughs> yeah, I feel like one of the weeks is just going to be like a mess and one of us is going to end up like just bawling on the, on the podcast. Ain't going to be me. Um, um, yeah, easy. She's ready, Conrad. <laughs> Yeah, so you've got Bring With Horizon, our big one for you in Architects, yeah. was it? Uh, yeah, I'd say uh, Counterparts are always big as well. You've mentioned that Counterparts are big for you when you get into the feels. Yeah, uh, Nothing Left to Love. Um, I was so glad that they did not play that live because I, I did not want Brendan seeing me at the barrier. Yeah. <laughs> singing Nothing Left to Love and just like snot crying, like wiping, <laughs> like, wiping my like tears over my hoodie. I think one of the worst things about being at Barrier is being caught singing the wrong verse at the wrong time. It's oh. like, no, I have a fan, please. <laughs> there was a guy that did that, and um, it was Paradise and Plague, and he went into the chorus a little bit too early. Yeah. And like, literally, like secondhand embarrassment. I was like, oh no, <laughs> you poor soul. Uh, another heads up for the t- for the guys here that are listening to this. If you want to feel sad and feel even more sad, listen to his recommendations. Hit you right in those feels, and you'll have what yeah. is it? Emotional damage. Yep. Do you ever do that thing like where like you're sad and like you want to cry, so you put on music that you know will make you cry? Oh yeah. <laughs> Adam's song by Blink One Eight Two. Yeah. Look at you with the uh, the throwback girls. Thank you. Hold on by Good Charlotte. Not the actual like the song, but the music video. But they're like the testimonials of people that had like lost someone to like suicide and stuff. And there was like yeah. a there was like a mom, and she was like, um, like the last words that he said to me was like, oh, like have a good time with grandma, and I'll see you Monday. And she's like, I'll be waiting for Monday for the rest of my life. I was like, yeah, I was not expecting this <laughs> at half past Roses. twelve in the morning. Roses for the dead by Funeral for a friend. 
the music video of it is basically this mom trying to clean up her son's messy bedroom and all that kind yeah. of stuff and the kids walking home from school and uh, the mom like I think she ends up just like leaving the room and the yeah. kid uh, stands on top of a bridge and it cuts before you see what he decides to do yeah yeah I think there was hard yeah, I think there was one like I think it kind of like depends on like your circumstances and stuff like it depends on like what you're struggling with like but um, like I'll be open and say like I used to like October, November, like, I was struggling a lot with, like, drinking. And it was, like, not fun. <laughs> and, um, there was a song off Suicide Season, and I always go back to that album, because it's, like, all-time favourite. Wouldn't get it tattooed, because I don't see how you can get, like, the, uh, the Suicide <laughs> the suicide Season album cover tattooed on you. Without it looking, like, painfully awkward. But, um... There's like a line in The Sadness Will Never End. Uh, they did a collab with uh, Sam from Architects. It's like, um, try to numb the pain. Oh, I know that song. Yeah, yes, tried... that song was on repeat for me for a while. Yeah, try to numb the pain with alcohol and pills, but it won't repair your trust. You can't stand on, your, uh, on two fucking feet with substance as a crutch. Yes, yes, I remember that one it's very like, well. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that song was amazing when it came out. I was like, yeah! <laughs> It's weird, like, how, um, like, as you get older, like, the perspective of, like, how you look at it and, like, what you realise the messages are when you actually, like, deep the lyrics or whatever. Because, like, I think yeah, when you're younger, yeah, you just yeah. kind of, like, listen to it. It's like, oh, it's angry. But then, like, you, you read the lyrics and you get older, it's like, oh. I think one of my favourite lines that have changed me over the years, um, it's funny how I'd, I'd hit that changes over the years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hit that in a sexual way, and if you was like, I'd hit that with my car. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll have a, oh, I'm a headman. I, I dropped that on the floor. Shouldn't <laughs> so I think I've got things like placebo, yeah, meds, bitter end. I've got Billy Talent, Standing in the Rain, Lies, Shine Down, Call Me, What a Shame, Crow and the Butterfly, Second Chance, beautiful song. I've got Overstank, The Reason. Oh, love that. Yep. I've got Taproot's Poem. Yeah. Bro I've got Broken by Cedar and Amy, Amy Lou. Yeah. Wait, you just mentioned Taproot? Yeah. <sighs> a woman of, of culture? Queen, did you not understand? <laughs> it's one of the first albums I, I was bought by my dad. Smile by Taproot. Yeah. And then I've got some of Nirvana's um, MTV Unplugged. Yeah. Because that is pretty good. Yeah. Evanescence, Everybody's Fool. Yeah. Slipknot's the virus of life. Yeah. Because it, it's so twisted. As I mentioned before, Twin On Pilots. Creeper, Black Rain. Yeah. It's one of the more modern things I listen to. <laughs> what else have I got? I've got a little bit of Yumi at Six on here. Okay. I've got like Fresh Start, Be There, Stay With Me. Yeah. I think the dilemma I like on a hype though. Yeah. Where else am I going here? Taking Back Sunday. Oh. Make damn sure. I think I'm going to flop back on your bed then. No. <laughs> Spoon, you have muted. I cannot hear you. Hang on. What do you mean you cannot hear me? I can hear you now. Uh, oh no. What was the last song you heard me say? Was it A Day to Remember It Means A Lot To You? No, it's Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, so I said, um, 
if it means a lot to you. I think I played yeah. that at work last Sunday when we were together. Yeah. Yeah, I put a bit of a day to remember. I said, sleeping with sirens if you can't hang. Yes. That's kind of like a hype, um, though. Yes and no, because if you listen to the lyrics, it's different. Yeah. Did you ever hear a band called Medina Lake? Yes. Yeah, House of Cards. Yes. Look at me. <laughs> when what I said I'm the, I'm the throwback queen, throwback queen. Swoosh. Yeah. The only thing I miss is the bin at work. And everyone <laughs> in my house. Yeah. Constantly. You got in better Swish, with the bin. Swoosh, it's going in. No. It went in a bin. It landed in the glass bin. It's good enough. Yeah, it's a bin. A bin. Shall we finish off with our usual question? Not the glass breaking. How many glasses did you break this week at work? I know for a fact you broke a few. Um, so, I've only been in Monday and Thursday this week. Yeah. So, Monday I broke two. I broke two Guinness glasses that fell off from like the smallest height possible and they shattered. It was very funny. And I think Thursday I was safe because I was only there for like two hours and I was on the floor. And I got sent home and got to have whiskey. Whiskey. Highland Part 12 and Coke. Actually goes down quite nicely. Yeah, you mentioned that. It's the one that's quite vanilla hinted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did I break a glass this week at work? I broke a glass in my house. Oh god, which one? Snowman one. Oh. Yeah, I washed it up and then as it slipped out of my hand onto the drain rack and I was like, <gasps> Definitely then tried to hide that back. Seem to forget that I'm the shortest motherfucker in this house and everyone can see above heights that I can't. Yeah. When I thought it was hidden behind a little kitchen monitor thing, it clearly wasn't. Yeah. Did I break any glasses there? Well, I had to clean up someone's glass that they smashed on table one. Yeah. Pain in the butt cheeks. Wait, you said today at work? Huh? You say you're on today at work? No. Oh, I was going to say. You. Yeah, just as a PSA here, uh, because of what we've talked about in this episode has hit a little bit heavy in certain aspects. I will say there are numbers out there to reach out to. Uh, one that I've got is the Samaritans. It's 116123. Yep. Just in case you do need the help out. And if not, there's always people you can text if you're not comfortable to call someone. Yeah. But as the friend that's always there, I will say there is always someone out there for you. Someone 100%. will answer that phone at three, 13 minutes past five in the morning for you. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to add before we finish up? It's kind of like carrying on from what you said. Like there'll be numbers that uh, will be posted when this comes out, and there'll be like a lot of like trigger warnings because there are like as we've said like some really deep discussions that probably weren't planned. But um, no, weren't planned. But when does our podcast ever more than loosely planned? Yeah, one of the weeks we'll do like a heavy, like really like deep. We'll script it. We'll yeah. read out Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare and death metal voices yes oh you know what's really cool when people do um, they take a song and they turn it into Shakespearean time words yeah and it's so funny I think someone did uh, WAP in oh, no. Shakespearean language I thought I'd be yeah, that's just funny. it's funny but yeah I think I'm winning the glass uh, marathon here yes I haven't smashed one yet I was lucky that the week we started doing this was the week after I'd smashed a glass. Yeah. 
don't know how our company's still in business with me and you there. I know, yeah. And Dan. Dan's not too bad. I haven't broken an Astro yet. Yeah, the glass they're plastic. Astros. The glass ones, they kept smashing in the winter because they, they'd come in from the cold and into the hot air and they'd shatter. Yeah. But yeah, thank you very much, lads and ladies. And we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Yes, catch you on the next one. Twitter and Instagram is always blesties. I always forget to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to plug? Or your little bit of advice for the week? Oh, we're doing advice for the week now? Yeah. My advice for the week? Oh, yeah, because mine last week was uh, be loud and be proud. Yes. Still living that mantra, lads. Tell that how you will. What was that? Tell that how you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my one for this week is listen to whatever the fuck makes you feel happy. Don't feel peer pressure to listen to just one genre of music when there's a lot out there for anyone. Yeah. Be that your 90s nostalgia, be that your, um, let's go with Hey As Artcast, rocking down the street, live your life. Very much agreed. Any advice you want to throw in there? Uh, don't be afraid to push your boundaries. Like your own boundaries, not other people's. Push your own boundaries, like be different. <laughs> <laughs> like just do what makes you happy rather than like, like you, like you said, Spoon, like just don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all people think. <laughs> <laughs> One of the pieces of advice I'll give you, put your grapes in the freezer, they taste like ice cream. Okay. Give it a go. It's getting hot these days. Put your, put your grapes in the freezer. You'll have a lovely little treat. Speaking of products, and this is just like the new story that pops up every summer. Women, or people born with lady bits. You tread dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know. As the news says, <laughs> do not stick ice lollies up into that area to try and cool down. I heard about that. <laughs> I was shocked. Okay, I've been female for... Not going to put my age out there because, you know, I'm too old for that now. Yeah. Not once in my life have I ever needed the advice to not stick an ice lolly up the foof. The fuck? Who the fuck is doing this? Why the fuck isn't newsworthy? And who told you fuckers? <laughs> That's just, yeah... Yeah, depends on the ice lolly though. I mean, Rocket is pretty fucking phallic looking. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine like a council estate, you've got fucking Janet using a chalk ice. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just ruined chalk ices now, Spoon, thanks. <laughs> chalk ices were ruined anyway. That is the ice cream where you say to mum, can we have an ice cream? We've got our chalk ices in the fridge at home. Yeah. Fuck's sake. And that terrible, like, paper wrapping that gets caught on the ice cream. Although, when they had the milk ones, the milk moo ice yeah. lollies. You know the ones I'm about? Yeah. Get from Iceland, you had, like, strawberry, vanilla, or chocolate. That was, thanks, Dad, you got the good ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never had the magnums in the freezer. No. Unless you eat white chocolate magnums, as I found out. Yeah. Banging. Strange child. Chocolate first brownie the whole way. First. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, lads, and we'll catch you on the next ones. Yeah, catch you on the next one next week. 
Bye. Bye.